0: Hello, this is Katie. This is a guy. And welcome to our Lo-Fi Gaming Podcast. Lo-Fi. Lo-Fi indeed. Intentionally imperfect.
1: Oh, sure, sure, sure.
0: I know, I mean, that's our real tagline. I was agreeing with you. Okay. Yeah, but you said it in such a way that it was like...
1: I'm an artiste. I'm a showman. Like the voice from Silent Hill 3 and the burly... The, uh, no, I'm going to say that wrong. It's just something B-word haunted mansion... From you know Silent Hill three, your favorite game.
0: Oh right, my favorite game, uh huh.
1: The, well, okay. the haunted
0: mansion from Silent Hill three, my favorite game. Oh my God, what's
1: a haunted mansion? Give me one second here. No, I look this up. What? See, no.
0: <laughs> I did, in fact.
1: Well, too late. say so no Borley. It's a Borley haunted mansion. Haha, I didn't even have to look it up. You remembered? I did.
0: Wow, I'm impressed. I'm impressed that you know more about my quote-unquote favorite game than me.
1: Well, ever since dementia kicked in, things have been kind of hard for you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that hit a little too close at so home, not going to yeah, yeah. lie.
1: See? Borley Haunted Mansion, oh, yeah. Silent Hill.
0: I looked it up on my own phone. But you were—you said it before it pulled up, Why and so then I just closed, closed it. it. No, I did trust you to find it. You said it. I
1: have to show my gaming chops for the people.
0: You have to show your gaming chops. Speaking of gaming chops, I often reference on. The podcast that I played about 500 to 800 to 1,000 hours of the game.
1: Mirror on a month? Of,
0: of, uh, <laughs> of um, Final Fantasy 14. Uh-huh. I ran my playtime the other day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was 121 days, 137 days.
1: Yeah, that's. B- a decent start 3,000 hours that's a decent start
0: I will say yeah. that I have left my game on or like um be AFK doing stuff around the house yes. or while I was working yes um or even overnight a couple times before when I for whatever for various reasons whatever yes. so not all of that is pure game time but no one's play time is pure game time like everyone's gone AFK
1: I mean, you're not wrong. I don't know what you're doing. I get nervous. Like, I have to shut my stuff down because, you know, just having it running is technically shortening the life on it, you know? So it's like, if I'm not using it, that sucker's like in rest mode. I can't, I, I can't do it. But I was also kind of raised in the house when we first got our first PCs and stuff like that. You know, I like cover it up, turn it off. And so I've, I've had that for all my, that electronic phobia. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, there's a couple things going on there. One is that I'm not constantly using my PS4 for everything. I typically watch YouTube videos on my phone, movies on my phone. That is the most disgusting
1: thing I've ever seen.
0: I use my phone for most everything except for actually playing PS4 games.
1: I know it's gross. It's foul. It's vile.
0: I don't, I don't think those are actually correct adjectives.
1: No, uh, it's like a, the most godless act I've ever seen. I Who would want to watch a video on your phone when you could watch it on a TV?
0: Why would I want to be changed to the living room in my house? Because
1: you're already in your house, in your living room, so the TV is right there. Like. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> plus, you know my TV has the most butt-ass sound
1: quality. <laughs> He's gonna get close. You what? He's gonna get close like you would be with your phone. (laughs) See, it all evens out.
0: That's actually pretty fair. (laughs) Anyhow. So, yeah, I'm gonna guess that I didn't actually start getting good at the game until I was like maybe 1500 hours in.
1: Hot take, she thinks she's good. Oh. Sorry I came at you like that. I have to keep you humble
0: to remind you, I did actually use the qualifier qualifier start. I didn't <laughs> start getting good.
1: You have grasped the concepts well. Some of the finer details may still elude you, but that will come with time.
0: Mm-hmm. Bet. I
1: was walking, watching your mechan, mechanist the rotation. I was alarmed. But I didn't say anything.
0: (laughs) I learned how to mechanist from you. So if there's anything wrong with my mechanist rotation. Don't don't put that on me. (laughs) If there's anything wrong with my mechanist rotation, it's your fault.
1: Don't put that on me. I
0: absolutely did. No way. I specifically asked you to give me tips on being a mechanist.
1: I didn't. What you did with that bomb was not what I told you to do. It is. It is not. You don't want to use the bomb to do your, um, that, that, um, cooldown move that gives you the stacks of the ricochet mm-hmm. and the hot shot or whatever it's called. You mm-hmm. want to already have those up because they do more damage than that ricochet. So you want it to be like crit. Well, like, uh, did you have you have the third string of the combo right, at that level, right? I have what the third string of the regular combo. Yeah. Because it's like one two. Mhm. So the third one's lit up. Mm-hmm. Critical. Mhm. Bomb. Mhm. Air anchor or hot shot. Mhm. The the ricochet and the other one. Mhm. And then the, th- uh, the third one, mm-hmm. that was lit up, and mm-hmm. then like your, your drill. Because mm-hmm. those do your most damage. I don't have a drill yet. Okay. Because you want those to be, the things you put into it, so when you were doing or the thing that I... refilled your ricochet, mm-hmm. that does less damage. You want, you want that to already be up.
0: All right. Well, we'll have to talk about it again.
1: Okay. It's like looking at a sandwich centipede with fry arms. <laughs> 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 I am short of breath. I had to... Uh, I had to rest.
0: (laughs) So that brings me, that actually brings me to another topic. Apparently, on our last podcast that we recorded, we took a huge shit on Bug Snacks. But, I mean, you
1: know, look at it.
0: If you didn't listen to our last podcast, um, Bug Snacks is a. uh, 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 console release title for the PS5. With trilinear filtering,
1: <laughs> as well as non obfuscated bump map texture and uh, 4K rendering.
0: <laughs> this is actually technically correct, <laughs> although my co host is doing a donkey impression.
1: Donkey doing an impression of me. Right because you know back in 2001 I was the one who first said knack to the future back before knack even existed ah. they I was saying I had a knack
0: mm-hmm.
1: for the future mm-hmm. oh my god
0: I'm sure Jason's spending tons of time um, copying you a guy okay. who? Cool. <sighs> donkey
1: you gotta stop calling these these people by their unassumed handle their non-handles I don't know these people Everyone's a handle on the internet. I'm a guy. I'm also known as K99. Sometimes i been known as Marx Typhoon the Communist. You know? That's but, a
0: hilarious name.
1: Yeah, but never by my actual name.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or even my FOMBASE14 name, of Redacted.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good pullback. That was a good pullback. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you people will never find me unless you come across me and I'm just doing my thing.
0: Katie is my actual name, but I've never said my. What everyone knows. that. I didn't that. say anything. You get you have this look, but everyone. I have
1: greasy liver steam in my but, eyes. But yeah, I know you do.
0: Um, but I've never said my Final Fantasy fourteen name
1: on the podcast. It's like tomato pate, right? It's what tomato pate. How
0: could you?
1: <laughs> like Helpful Paint from uh, Dark Souls 2. How could you? You know, your second favorite game.
0: How? How could you?
1: Someone had to let I the I thought we out. had
0: agreed to never discuss our personas.
1: The world had to know. Everyone was curious. They were, they were nipping at the bit to know. They wanted to wet their beaks with that information
0: they're flooding us with emails demanding to know
1: if you would like to wet your beak with my information i'm going to i'll have a patreon up <laughs> <laughs> for uh penance of $3 i will give some information <laughs> <laughs> who is a guy what does he do where is he from what are his beliefs what are his fears he truly feast on the flesh of fallen angels? Yes, absolutely. Don't give it away for That's free. That
0: was a freebie, guys.
1: Sigh. Let me talk quickly about some indie games, since we don't do that very often these days. Well, we've been distracted. It's true. Like, I started playing Ghost of a Tale, which I'm pretty sure we mentioned at some point. Mm-hmm. Probably like a year ago. Mm-hmm. Or well, you're a mouse and you're surrounded by rats. I need to get out. Of, I need to get back on that too before I kind of forget my where I was at. And you're sneaking around trying to get out of this fortress prison ugh, to find your other, your mouse wife. <clears throat> and it's incredibly charming,
0: mm-hmm.
1: in the same way like the uh, Redwall books are charming. Mm-hmm. Without being, uh, I can't say without being quite as violent because. I mean, it's not. It, it's not a uh, what's the uh, uh, what's that super violent like cartoon with the rabbits?
0: Watership Down.
1: Watership Down is not like that. Uh, I'll give you that. It's not like Watership Down. Richard s- Adams was a strange fellow. I mean, I get where he's coming from. But I just I probably should have seen that at eleven. I'm gonna guess you've never read any of his other books. I didn't. No. Yeah. I- Stranger, though. Well, that's a hot take. That's a little controversial, maybe.
0: No, it's not controversial at all. And you would know that if
1: you ever read any of his other books. You say that, but Worship Down wasn't that strange. Or did it get weirder?
0: No. No, no. His books get weirder. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh
1: huh. Like Empress Teresa?
0: No, a totally different kind of weird.
1: Like a Minecraft erotica? I hated yes. the imagery they were invoking with their game terms I I, I hated it I was in a nightmare <laughs> that uh, reminds me I have a
0: friend I need to send that
1: to oh uh, it's the cringiest stuff but at the same time I couldn't tear away from it you know mm-hmm. it's like oh no oh no oh no indeed we have a mysterious vehicle is that a cab yep it is a cab Mm, no threat there no threat there
0: Mm, so get out of the car
1: right there's a Korean horror movie called I Met the Devil and I'm you know what I'm not gonna get into this Korean horror movie (laughs) I'll say this it's really good is that the one you told me about maybe I've mentioned a few the one I most recently was talking about is um, The Wailing
0: the one I was referring to was The Wailing
1: which is also really good. I think The Wailing is more rewatchable than I Saw the Devil, because mm-hmm. I Saw the Devil kind of it's it, it's kind of upsetting to me on a weird level. Even though they're both you know violent and bloody sometimes, mm-hmm. but when I Saw the Devil, one of the main characters who may have gone a little bit too far to the dark side. Because of his own grief, which over which uh, overshadowed his good judgment, Mm -hmm. but in the movie another bad thing happens to him that could have been avoided. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But he wanted to make somebody else suffer. (sighs) It's good stuff. Interesting. But like old boy. Ugh. No, I mean yeah <laughs> Yeah, most definitely ugh. That's a great movie though It's so So wrong and off And dirty mm-hmm. Gritty
0: mm-hmm.
1: Oof mm-hmm. But uh, yeah I'm probably like four or five hours To Ghost of Fatale Got a couple of suits Looking for a pass I met two thief mice Locked up Fatale uh, and
0: Broke and no, they're Italian, not French.
1: But they don't—they don't speak with an Italian or French accent, even though Fatali is named Fatali, you know. Right. Well, actually, if anything, they speak like—I um, don't—they're not voiced, You know, it's all through text. But um, they're kind of got a Cockney thing going on.
0: It's a weird name for anyway. It doesn't matter. I, it's also know, a game about mice, so.
1: Right. I think it's like gusto or something. Like Vitaly and Gusto.
0: Did you say gusto?
1: Yeah, it's something it's something like that. It's like a brother and sister. Gusto
0: is the name of one of the mice from Cinderella.
1: Other things can be named gusto. Other mice can have the same name.
0: I mean it's obviously an homage.
1: If that is, if I'm remembering it correctly, maybe. But um It was kind of funny, I was looking for Cele. No, that's wrong. A salad. It's one of those, uh, like a fridge helmet, you know? Mm-hmm. I want to say salé because it's fridge, mm-hmm. but it is not. It's pronounced a salad. <laughs> we even looked it up because there was some discussion in the household. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure a salad. But I know it's French, so it could be Soleil.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't think I've ever heard anyone say it out loud, aside from myself. Never.
0: I've never heard anyone say that word out loud.
1: So we know you, we go to dictionary.com, so they'll, they'll say it out the way it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It's like salad. Interesting. we like, okay. <laughs> and i had been searching this castle high and low, this fortress, but I couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. But I decided to ask for Tali, you know, on, you haven't seen a salad right here. Like, oh, you mean the one I got right here? And I was like, can I, can I have it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I had to write a limerick song about the glory of, like, Gusto and Fatale for them to give it to me. The game has a lot of charm to it.
0: hmm
1: It reminds me of... What's the name of the game? Ghost of a Tale. Gotcha. Okay. Has a lot of charm to it. Um. It reminds me of older PC games, or actually, just say non AAA games, where they put character into the game because mm-hmm. it's it's fun interacting with the NPCs in the world. Like the sneaking mechanics aren't the best; the camera is a little cramped sometimes, mm-hmm. but it works. You know, I'm having a good time playing it. I have this sneaking suspicion that it's not very long though. because I'm about to... um, I I think the only thing I have to do to get out of the fortress is go into a different part of the sewers, get a third, like, uh, pass, Mm -hmm. and then that's it. Unless the game isn't just that fortress, Mm -hmm. but I kind of get the impression it might be. Mm -hmm. And if so, that's a five, maybe six-hour game. Mhm. and like I said that, that kind of dep- depresses me but there's also full suits I haven't found and I know they're not all in one spot so I have to assume that there is more to it
0: right
1: and I'm looking forward to that
0: this is one of the least informational wikipedia articles I've seen in my life
1: are you trying to figure out the other mouse's name mhm I'd just put in Ghost of a Tale Fatale. But since that's her brother, they should be, you know, linked.
0: I'm going to look on ghostofatale.com and see if it tells me some character names.
1: Let's see. I'll try my method here because my internet's actually working kind of for a moment. Look at Fatale. Oh,
0: he's a cutie. That's a girl. Oh, you're saying Fatale. Mm Mm-hmm. Are you sure it's not? Never mind.
1: No, tell me.
0: I was going to say that's Detail yeah
1: but that's awful so <laughs> oh that's right and her brother Gusto that doesn't sound right Well, apparently the main character uh, Tilo was also surprised yeah one of your responses was like you're a doe and I'm like that sounds weird you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: and she's like yeah what of it well nothing, nothing. yeah Jacques, um, and Gus. Jacques and Gus. Mm-hmm.
0: The guy who made Ghost of a Tale worked for DreamWorks for a really long time, so there's no way he didn't know. Nice.
1: And see, I'll let slide that me, a human, can't tell the difference between these mice characters. Their genders, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's like Tilo, you are a mouse. You can't. You can't tell. You were surprised if Fatali is a female. I find that hard to believe. But then again, I haven't seen any other depictions of the female mice in the game. For all I know, they can look completely different. (laughs) Just the most disgusting fetish. Fetish. What's the word? Fetishization? Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Fetishization?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, surely they can't be as huge Gadget from Rescue Rangers. That's just not going to happen. I mean, right. Oh, no. Did I say that out loud? Redacted.
0: Um. Redacted.
1: Redacted. Redacted. Delete this podcast. uh uh-uh. <laughs> Delete it quickly. <laughs> Katie, um, don't keep, don't keep it on the podcast, okay? But, um, um you know Splatoon? Um. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, I'm aware. I'm aware of the multi-million-dollar best-selling game. Uh-huh.
1: I'm not even gonna go. I was gonna go into a a bit, a joke bit that uh, the channel Super Mega once did, but I'm not even gonna go there. This is not the time or the place for for, for, for their bit.
0: I actually appreciate that.
1: No problem. But you viewers, just type in Super Mega. Splatoon. <laughs> it's like a two minute little bit. It uh, gives me the yuck yucks. Just because of the delivery. You remember it, right?
0: I do. I've seen it.
1: Yeah, yeah you did. I yeah, you did. And the other indie game I keep needing to play more, but I'm distracted by something else. Is Knights B- and Bikes. Uh-huh. I played a maybe a full hour of it uh-huh. and I liked what I was playing mm-hmm. it's just I decided to hurt myself to see if I still bleed I need to focus on the pain of playing Final Fantasy 7 Remake here it comes I've railed on it before, based on rumor, speculation, and word of mouth, secondhand information, the things I've heard that have put my piss to boil, of this, this, what's the word, not bastardization, this, when you make something corrupt. You stain it mm-hmm. what's that word you make it unclean sully that, that, that works as they, they sully the memory the story the characterization the world building and the memory of my boy Nobu Sakaguchi known on the street as the gooch Mm-hmm. What their attempt their attempt to modernize it <sighs> alright people as far as I can tell what modernize means is to do the same thing that the Hobbit movies did and take a book that's one-fifth the length of, you know, like, Lord of the Rings.
0: hmm
1: But somehow get three movies out of it, like, they got out of Lord of the Rings. And for those of you who have not played the original Final Fantasy VII in 1997, which is probably likely, you know, that's been a while ago. Over 20 years, you know? hmm I get it. Some of you might not have even been born, but... I'm an old salt dog. I've been gaming for a while. Mm-hmm. And I played it back then, so... I wasn't coming into it with any hype. Because the only hype we had was the trailers and the commercials. But it hadn't become known as the you know the modern classic yet. Mm-hmm. So I was just playing it on its own merits. After having played previous Final Fantasy, I'm like, oh, this materialism system is really cool. You can mm-hmm. give anyone kind of any spells and abilities... That are, um, that can supplement or enhance their character abilities, Mm -hmm. their limits and stuff. That's neat. And the CG cutscenes, which are laughable looking now in a lot of ways. Well, the mechanical stuff in there and the textures are good. The character models don't don't hold up at all. But that's fine. It's, um, back when they were still trying to do the animated style, but it didn't have the, um, technical wizardry to adapt it to PS1 polygons. Mm -hmm. So, for those of you who haven't played that, the remake takes place completely in Midgar. Or Midgard. You know. Right. I don't remember if there's a D on the end, but whatever. Um, It's, of course, a full price $60 game. They're like, uh, oh, you'll easily be able to get 40 hours out of it. We've added tons of content. Now, the word tons of content is because of this. In the original game, your time in Midgar amounts to like one-eighth, maybe even one-tenth of the game. Midgar is not that important to the story Mm -hmm. of Final Fantasy VII overall. You start there. And you go back there near the end of the game. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It's there to establish what the Shinra Corporation is doing. How they're using Mako Energy. Mako Mako Energy. Energy. And to get the idea in your head that it's hurting the planet. And then, of course, they're a rich company and people live in slums, you know. Playing the game normally. Because I remember back in 97, sitting there in the living room. At my friend Redacted's house. I'm not gonna say his name. He's a dude named Charles, you know? Mm
0: hmm.
1: It was me, Charles, and Taylor Tumpkin. <laughs> uh-huh. And we we're sitting there with our two liters of Sprite, our uh, more than likely Papa John's pizzas, just mm-hmm. having a weekend. Out playing this new Final Fantasy Because we were all into Final Fantasy Mm -hmm. And it was about Seven hours in You know first time through Going everywhere we could Talking to people Looking for side quests That we got out of Midgar Seven hours Mm -hmm. And that's what it took You got your characterization It was telling the story It was going at a good pace You met everybody you needed to meet the events happen and you left mm-hmm. and the rest of the game opens up the remake the entire game as I said takes place in Midgar what was a seven hour journey my first time through mm-hmm. which what I on subsequent playthroughs I can get through in three hours and fifteen minutes they, they made that into a whole full price game and filled it full of the most menial meaningless filler side quest bullshit that I've seen in a while that's your modern game bloat uh huh meandering bloat mm-hmm. and it puts me in a really bad mood uh huh whereas like said the story used to be fairly snappy hitting the points you needed to hit letting certain moments sit with you a little while and then moving forward not this They've added one of the cursed things in the game is where the game forces you to abandon your pace and walk, as NPCs talk, Uh very slowly about things that do not matter. I know these things do not matter because I play Final Fantasy VII. Right. And they won't shut up. And even just trying to explore the uh, expanded area of like the Sector 5 or the Sector 6 slums, there's the game still wants to slow to a crawl when you enter like an alleyway. And Cloud has to turn sideways and shimmy slowly into the alleyway. And then there's nothing in the alleyway. Mm -hmm. So you turn around and slowly shimmy out of the alley. And I'm like, I've wasted a full minute getting into this alley. What? Why, what's happening? Load, disguised load times. I was thinking that, but considering I'm already in a, but like there's nothing in that alley. Mm-hmm. What's it, what could it possibly be loading? You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's literally there to waste my time. To uh-huh. pad it out because they're so they so confident that they could give us a 40-hour meaningful experience in Medgar. A place that doesn't matter that much. I'm doing my best to try to and I'm trying to burn through this game because it's irritating me. hmm uh-huh. But at the same time, I'm not skipping content. I'm just trying to do content quickly. Uh-huh. I'm doing all the sub little side quests as they crop up. I'm scanning uh, enemies for this brat named Chadley, so I can fight summons in this VR program. Even though Isn't that it really Chadley, yeah,
0: no, no,
1: no. Oh, wow. They're they're also really uh, bad in this remake of introducing new clearly the more designed characters. Huh. And I say that Demura designed... Well, here's the thing. Somebody's mm-hmm. going to be like, well, Demura designed the character for Seven to begin with. That is true. He was the artist. Mm-hmm. You can look back and you can see his proto- submitted near the Kingdom Hearts era. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he designed them. He designed Cloud. He designed Aerith. He designed, he designed those people. It's, it's, that is true. But... When I say you can tell it's his design, mm-hmm. I don't mean visually. I mean the fact that they're stupid, they act like a child mm-hmm. regardless of their age, and they're meaningless to the story. That's how I know he designed them. They're just... Stupid. There. Yeah. To be quirky.
0: hmm You told me yesterday when we were discussing this that it reminded you of, um, of, uh, this would have been much more effective if I could remember the name of the game why is my brain like this mm. that other horrible game you recently played Indivisible
1: oh that's it remember me of that
0: yeah oh, the whoa. stupid the, the uh, character dialogue oh yeah Indivisible
1: has some of the worst dialogue I've ever encountered and I've been playing I played PS1 games that right. were badly translated imports I played, uh, oh what was that game, uh, uh I was going to say Du Prism, but it's not a, Dual Hearts on PS2, and oh my lord, <sighs> it's, it's hard, it's hard, y'all, it's hard, crew, but I'm going to get through it, so I can properly hate on it, and I am hating on it, now, my good friend Taylor Tumpkin already owns it, I'm playing his copy. I'm not giving them money for this. My gamer sense started tinging when I heard that Namur was like the director. And I was like, "Oh, but he makes terrible games." You know. So lo and behold, I waited for it to come out and the reviews to come in, and I did play that demo of it that took place in the reactor, which is a nice callback. I said it before to the original Fallout 7 demo, which also took place in the first reactor. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. It looks like Final Fantasy VII. It sort of sounds like Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. Uh, Music-wise, not the voice acting, because 7 didn't have voice acting, of course. Right. But it feels... It doesn't feel like Final Fantasy VII. What does it feel like? It feels... Like... Something that would fit in the Kingdom Hearts universe, minus the Heartless. hmm Because the story is fragmented. Well, I say it's fragmented, but having played 7, I know what they're doing. The fragments they're showing make sense to me and anyone who plays 7. It's like, why, but it's like, why are they showing this now? hmm The first time you got an inkling of this was 20 hours in the game... When you were in like Costa del Sol or something. Mm-hmm. Or 25 hours of the game when you head back to Cloud and Tifa's hometown. And they start unraveling more the mystery of why Cloud doesn't seem to remember his past much. Uh-huh. And his time in Soldier. Uh-huh. And you finally get to see this uh, enigmatic figure they keep alluding to named Sephiroth at like 30 hours in. And it's not this... Because in the remake, Sephiroth shows up all the damn time. Which he shouldn't, because it doesn't make sense for the story. But they're trying to change aspects of the story. Because, like, oh, people know Seven. They know Cloud versus Sephiroth. It's like, get Sephiroth out of here. mm mm-hmm. Like, the first time I saw this mother in the remake, if I'm not mistaken, was in the first reactor. Now, the first reactor, you see, like, a black feather. <laughs> And sometime like right after that you I think you see him in an alley full of fire and he's like BAM BAM Right? Uh-huh. And I'm like what? And he's like, cloud. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, stop. In in the Virgil of Seven, the first time you see this man it's like I said, when you were in um it was Cloud's a flashback in this town called Calm. Which is after you leave Midgar. Mm-hmm. And uh, They're in this truck Heading to Nebelheim uh-huh. And Sephiroth is sitting there on a crate With you and two other Random soldiers uh-huh. There's no fanfare There's no applaud He's just riding in the back of a truck with you uh-huh. And you're like Is that Sephiroth? You know? Just some dude with silver hair Sitting on a crate in the back of a truck with you And you're thinking Well this guy seems so tough but then the truck stops, the driver says there's something on the road, right? It goes to a battle scene. And your team is cloud Sephiroth. Mm-hmm. And Sephiroth's ATBA gauge or his attack gauge is slower than yours, right? Mm-hmm. Because they want you to see this. At this point in the game, Cloud, you do an attack. He mm-hmm. goes over, he slices the. it's like a green dragon, mm-hmm. and he does like 250, maybe 500 damage with a crit mm-hmm. to his dragon. Sephiroth, selects, he swings his mighty sword, does 5,000 damage and kills it instantly. Mm-hmm. That sets the tone. Without being overly dramatic, mm-hmm. without a cutscene of him showing up and taunting you, mm-hmm. the difference in your strength is shown right there you know he kills this thing with one hit and he's doing six times your damage casually and you're like oh Sivarov's a badass cause even at the point of the game you're at in calm uh-huh. your team's not that strong you're not doing that much damage
0: uh-huh.
1: You're, and you're like oh and this was years ago you know and if you go on this journey with him and he's obliterating everything and that lets you know that 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 gap in strength between you two Mm -hmm. but the remake is so eager so eager to throw Seth in your face they're sacrificing good storytelling I'm in Midgar and they're showing me flashbacks to Nebelheim Mm -hmm. that's that's way too early that's way too early to be talking about Heim.
0: But they have to drop those story things to you so that you stay interested in this bloated, in this bloated part of the game. And can you imagine every part of the game is going to be equally bloated?
1: I don't want to.
0: <laughs> I kind of want to buy Final Fantasy VII and just play it on my PlayStation, the
1: original. I say you should. It's a Charming, weird little game.
0: How like many hours is things. it though?
1: Uh, I'd say your first time through, going at a casual pace, you're probably gonna clock in around fifty. That's doable. Get like those three discs back in the day, you know? Right. That's doable. Yeah. And there's a lot to do. Mm-hmm. Side quest wise, um, here's how Final Fancy's used to work, or at least. Um, Six, seven, four. uh, four, oh, excuse me, nine, and the like. You know, the, a lot of the ones that Hironobis Akaguchi was uh, director on is the first 80% of the game is front-loaded mm-hmm. with story, characterization, mm-hmm. and lore. Imagine that. And by the time you... The other 20% will say 5% of that's the final dungeon and encounter. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I can't math. And the other 15% is you're in the third act of the game, and that's when a lot of your side quests and character quests open up. Because at this point, you understand your characters. You've been through enough to care about resolving character issues and character side stories Mm -hmm. and plots. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you can go do that for another six or seven hours. Mm-hmm. Get everybody's like max weapon doing their side quests. Go to places you couldn't reach, you know, find a secret dungeon or two. And it was good. It didn't slow down the main game by putting useless side content early. Mm hmm. Because I'll tell you this, in Final Fantasy 6, there was never a part where I had to help a kid find a bunch of cats. Because they were her friends and she was lonely. There was a side quest where I went back to the mines of Narshe, and I met a fucking Yeti and a Moogle who joined my team. Y- yeah. Umaro and Mog. Right. And Mog's a badass. Right. That's what was got me. It got me something important. It got me teammates. Right. Or it might have gotten me a special weapon. You go through a hidden dungeon and you open a chest and there's a boss fight in there. And now you have Excalibur 2. Or Save the Queen. Or the Atma weapon or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm finding kittens, Katie. And making kittens. children go to school kittens that sounds excruciating yeah it's like why am I doing this it's like well Cloud you say you're a merc right you have to help people in town to get your rep up you know Cloud said that shit in Final Fantasy 7 that he was a mercenary mm-hmm. because that's what he convinced himself he was because I'm an ex-soldier of a mercenary now right pay me if you want me to do something and you know what? The only person he worked... The only people he worked for at Seven, while he was in his mercenary phase, was Avalanche. The terrorist group with Tifa and Barrett in it. Because that's not important to the story. Cloud is not actually a mercenary. Right. He, he, he just isn't. Right. He's a soldier. He's not even that. Well, but my point is that he
0: thinks he is. Right. So that's how he acts. He doesn't act like a mercenary. I mean, acts. I
1: think think he acts like he thinks a mercenary should act, you know? Uh Uh-huh. But he's acting like a soldier, an ex-soldier who's a mercenary. Gotcha. But it's not important. Because you do the things for Avalanche, something goes astray on your second mission with them, you meet Aerith, you meet the Turks you meet back up with Tifa, you go to Don Corneo's mansion, you know, some bullshit happens, you go up the pillar, you go to the Shinra building, then you leave Midgar. hmm Cloud's interpretation of him being a merc isn't worth me doing four hours of side quests because it's not important. It has... It does not add to the story. hmm I guess some would say, well, you get... The flesh out of his personality by having him do these quests, you know. I mean, I guess. Spoiler alert: the personality that you're seeing in Midgard is not Cloud's personality. Why? It's so it's meaningless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is adopting a, a, a pseudo personality based off of his compromised mental state mm-hmm. and then but you have scenes when he was a kid and he was stoic like that it's like in the remake yeah in the original game he's, he was shy he wasn't stoic you know oh my god <laughs> It, it, it's it's a slog i'll say this the fights the fights are fun and it's very pretty mm-hmm. so as long as i'm in combat I'm having a pretty good time anytime the characters start talking mm-hmm. or the mentors show up uh-huh. i'm having a bad time <laughs> All right. I think that's probably a twenty-minute ramble. It was for me. So I will let you interject anything you want. Uh, interject. I'm gonna take a sip of water here. Are uh, you? Yeah. I am. Uh, I'm. I'm spent. I'm dehydrated. Uh, refreshing. Mm. Um.
0: Like I had a, I had reason to about a month ago to re-listen to all of our podcasts, and this is the third time that we've discussed um, Final Fantasy VII remake in depth. And I want to say that the first time that we played it, the, when we played the demo, that was our first episode. Mm. We played the demo. Was that episode one? Yeah. Dang. You were full of such hope, and you were actually angry that I said I didn't like the gameplay and that I said it was too hard. <laughs> Which, I mean, you still, I, you still could have adequate cause for to disagree with that.
1: Playing the main game, it's, some of these fights have a little bite
0: to them. Mm-hmm. But, and then there was the one after it came out, and we shat on this game so hard, so like. So hard. In fact, if you're listening and you listen to that podcast and you actually like Final Fantasy VII Remake, I apologize for the personal insults that I made to you on that day.
1: I'm not going to apologize because you're wrong, <laughs> but we are all entitled to like things that are, are shitty. I know I like some shitty stuff.
0: <laughs> Indeed. Because we all do. I wasn't thinking of anything yeah. in particular. That wasn't a smart remark. Um, I'm trying
1: to but... think of what, what's something shitty I like to play. I know it's probably something I play all the time, but nothing is coming to mind at the second. Mm. Sorry, I interrupted you. Go on. Let's see if I can not think of this shitty game. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: Oh, Dark Souls 2. Well, that's too easy, because I do play Dark Souls 2 all the time, and I hate it, and it's awful. No, there has to be a shitty game that I actually like, even though it's shitty. I don't like Dark Souls 2. I play it because I'm constantly trying to understand it. Right? Uh, Let's see. Excuse me, huh? I know it has to be something in the PS4 era. What's some stuff that's come out on the PS4? That we've played, or you've seen me play, or you've played it. It's definitely not Swords Ditto. Fuck that game. It was cool for a minute. If
0: uh, I don't want to rehash Swords of Ditto again. Okay, yeah. But I'm just going to say...
1: What are you going to say?
0: That, <laughs> it, it, that uh, the game had some crazy cool ideas and a super fun art style. And it needed to be it needs to be have about have a really serious content overhaul and the thing about that is that it already had a serious content overhaul by the time we played it
1: that is true that was like version three so i can't imagine what it was like when it first dropped in all honesty and the thing is it is fun but they're doing the rogue uh, roguelike thing where the game keeps repeating itself with minor changes as you try to get the storyline. I don't want to have to play this game through 20 times to get the ending. I mean that's that's not that's not that's not cool for me. Four times at most. And with that I expect each timeline I'm in to change and be distinct, you know, like a game uh-huh. that has designers. And not this almost procedurally generated crap. That can work, though. Like, Enter the Gungeon. Right. But it doesn't work for this. At least not for me. Oh, this thing's so slow. I'm hoping when I switch to my new phone it works. (laughs) What are you trying to look up? A list of what's considered bad PS4 games. To see if there's anything on that list. I'm like, no, I love that game, you know. Oh, here we go. It took a se- it took seven eight minutes. Oh, that's not a sentence. It took a while, but it finally loaded. You're just gonna let me just babble? Yep. You're my advocate. You gotta help me with this.
0: Um, you gotta stop talking for me to help you.
1: No, you say be quiet. You're you're babbling.
0: Hey, you're babbling. Just then? Yeah. Oh. No. No, of course not. Um, yeah, so, I'm trying to think of, like, didn't you like one of those, fuck, my brain is just not functioning today, I can't remember the names of anything, of anything, what's that one, um, what's that one, uh, uh, Uh the Dark. Dark. With the guy with the wings.
1: Darksiders. Dark,
0: yeah. It's I funny. would say that that's but, a series that's not that good that you like.
1: I would agree, but that would be con- that'd be contentious. A lot of people mm-hmm. think Darksiders are really good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I enjoy playing, too. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's very good. It has a... Oh. It, it it's got me in the um, you know, games nowadays are pretty much made to catch you in a cycle of reward that keeps you and incentivizes you to play. Mm-hmm. It's loot and it's like it's circle of combat exploration loot. Mm-hmm. Really speaks to me. I like it, and I always find enough cool shit that makes me want to keep playing and trying out new weapons mm-hmm. and getting variations. I think it helps too uh-huh. that. It doesn't have any, as far as I remember, like microtransactions in it or loot boxes. I could just play the game. Right. Though I guess it's not too contentious because that studio, you know, pretty much died because their games weren't making enough money. So I guess it wasn't that great.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then they got uh, bought out by our THQ well, Nordic Games, got the rights and started calling those THQ Nordic. Mm-hmm. And it was THQ Nordic that released Darksiders 3, which also apparently didn't sell very well. Mm-hmm. And I believe it because they're not great games. There's something about them that comes across as uh, overly edgy. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny and charming, but
0: not great games. So yeah, that th- I have found one.
1: That that works. Oh, have you ever you ever seen these videos on the Quiet Man? No. Oof. I can't get in that now because you have to see it to believe it. Okay.
0: Maybe that can be a topic for next week's podcast.
1: Maybe I do because I've got I definitely got a video mm-hmm. to show you where the guy's playing it. Oh, re res. Mm-hmm.
0: I should be able to um, podcast next week.
1: Okay. That should be. Wow, this list I'm looking at bad PS4 games. It's like, I, re- I do recognize the titles, but I would never have thought to touch any of these.
0: Really? Like what?
1: The Quiet Man. Oh, I see. <laughs> and a Elenke's Len- a Len- a Gun. And I Am Mayo.
0: <sighs> yeah. What is up with white people and their obsession with mayo?
1: You assume that. We don't know who made that game. Don't we? We don't. Just because I make the game Marmite Heaven doesn't mean I'm a Brit. <clears throat> Wait, is, is Marmite British or is that the Australian? Vegemite is Australian. Marmite is British.
0: Let's see. Green Lava Studios. Creators of Phoenix Rage. Never heard of it. Mr. Masaji.
1: That sounds questionable. Bird Cakes never heard
0: of it I just uh, I just want to find out I don't I don't want a press kit it says need more information about the studio and our games yeah I want to be nosy (laughs) but I don't need a press kit wait could I pass myself off as a member of the press now that I um now that I have a podcast Here we go. Maybe.
1: You could be a GARM journalist. You know, GARM journalism. What have you learned?
0: Um, They actually might not be white. The founders' names are Eduardo, Jose, and Diego.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a a guess that they might not be, as you refer to it, white. (laughs)
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. So... Yeah, mm mm-hmm. Let's, uh... Editor, cut that out of the podcast. <laughs>
0: I don't cut anything out of the podcast.
1: Now they know you're the editor.
0: I mean, I think it's pretty obvious that this is a um, a homebrew kind of thing.
1: You've ruined the mystique I've the ruined, last time. I'm
0: so sorry. Um, I, I deeply apologize. You mean I'm, you're going to kill me the last time? I didn't say that. Or there's nothing else for me to ruin. This was the last time. <laughs>
1: Maybe a little bit of uh, A and B. <laughs> a
0: little column A, a little column B. Mm-hmm.
1: I think there's some. There's. I think there's a word for when one of your taste buds gets all irritated and swells up. You want me to Google that for you? I mean, if you please. My phone is not getting any like internet reception, which is why I'm having to replace it tonight. I know that's very interesting to everybody who's hearing this.
0: Okay, I just want you to know that um, the first hit for what is it called is what is it called when you can't sleep. And then the second entry is what is it called when you like pain.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Neither of those are things I've personally searched, just FYI. Sure, sure. <laughs> I know what it's called when
1: you like pain. I don't need to Google it. Masochist, right? Yes. And if you like giving pain, as sadist. Uh-huh. I like to take naps. And that's as far as that goes. It's really funny. Dude, I almost passed out today. For... It's one of those things my body's like, hey, go to sleep. I'm like, what? You know, and I was on like, control for all uh-huh. 10 minutes. It was like a,
0: it was literally a blackout. I have never understood your body's ability to sleep for like 20 minutes.
1: That was super easy, barely an inconvenience. <laughs>
0: If I take a nap, I'm out. Like, that's it. I'm done. Like, it's it's like two and a half hours to four hours.
1: Oh, no. I got stuff to do. I I can't. I got to wake up. You never know that someone's sneaking around your house or sharpening a knife in the backyard or setting fire to a posh hammer. I mean,
0: I guess that's fair. Well, this is Katie.
1: Oh, this is the guy.
0: And, um,. tune in next week so that we can discuss what's it called when one of your taste buds swell up <laughs> and if you want to if you have any gaming questions concerns, game, games you would like us to play um, things you would like us to discuss please feel free to email us at podcast 20 at gmail.com indeed that, that's alofipodcast20 at gmail.com <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night. ta. Oh wait, hold on. I I I okay, here we go. This, this is goodbye for real.